Welcome back to our third episode of Happiness Reflected, a community poetry podcast where we talk about happiness and listen to poems from the University of Alberta community reflecting on their experience of happiness. Episode 3, Happiness is a Verb. What does it mean to be happy? How can we find happiness? What can we do when happiness is hard to find? My name is Devin Smith, and I'm your host for this podcast series. Last episode, we talked about those moments in life when happiness feels so far away from us. This episode, we want to connect to the idea that happiness is actionable. Even small moments, the little things in life, can bring us those moments of content. But in our busy, busy world, we often overlook them. Moments can be bittersweet, too. Something that feels happy may have a complicated memory, or something that feels sad might also make us laugh. Emotions can be intertwined that way. We encourage you to look at those little moments in your life. What are the ways that you're already connecting to happiness? They might be small, but they still matter. In this episode, we will hear Breathe by Zaisa Lowe, A Smile by Carmen Pearson, Instead by Iris Lau, Puppy Love by Belle D, Hope on the Line by Catherine Kohler, and The Morning of the Poem by Madeline Natras. Thank you to Lynn Snelling for reading Breathe and Puppy Love, and to Katie Yonner for reading The Morning of the Poem. All other poems in this episode are recited by the poet. Once again, here is Nandini, qualified mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher and a Buddhist chaplain at the University of Alberta to ground us in our time together. Before the poems are presented, I'm going to guide you through a short meditation practice just to help you become grounded in the present moment. Whether you are standing, sitting, or lying down, just for a few moments, letting go any problems or difficulties you may be dealing with these days. And gently closing your eyes or lowering your eyelids. Now bringing awareness to whatever you are experiencing in the here and now. becoming aware of your body posture and welcoming whatever comes up in experience. Hearing a sound, feeling some body sensation, perhaps even a smell, a thought from the past, the future, or even involving the present moment. 
feeling movements that are happening in the body as a result of your breath. Simply observing the presence of any experience and their coming and going. Allowing anything to come up without judgment. Being open to whatever comes up. Being okay with whatever comes up. Every moment is a new moment different from the previous moment. I now invite you to pay attention to the poems that will be presented, perhaps even paying attention to how your feelings shift when listening to each poem. Breathe. It's been a long day. Breathe. So much noise in my mind. Breathe. One, two, three. I watch the leaves fall off the trees. Breathe. I focus on the flutter, the color, and the breeze. Breathe. Four, Five, six. The small joys of life quiet the noise, and I smile. Breathe. A smile. A step forward looks from the outside as movement in a particular direction. A step forward from the inside feels like movement, yet maybe you feel it more fully than that. You take that step from within, and like the frost on the trees, there is a visible union of the outer with the inner. The movement in the step is like the joining of beauty from within and from outside. You know the curling of the lips that seems like the movement of a smile, like the frost. It too can be placed there by the outside, teased up in the motion of a smile. What a delight to feel the movement of the curling lips upward, as similar to a step forward. Frost on trees, edges of lips, a step with the foot, you are aware of the joining that you feel as wonder, full. Mm. Instead. Not big, bold, beautiful, gilded gold and flashy bright. Pre-planned star event, months in the making. Years increase, it shifts, instead. One, four housemates, four corners of the world, I hold those nights dear. When once we spoke of dreams long past midnight, impromptu kitchen meetings. Now, though rare, we make it work. 
Through time zones and life, our faces blurry, pixelated quadrants. The banter still echoes the same. Two. Unexpected. Your name flashes on the screen. I'm so sorry this is the last minute, but would you have time? For you? Always. It is me that fear to impose on you. You, now mother to a child. Was it so long ago that we were children? Laughing at our shared secret? Now I in one city, you on a surprise layover. One long evening we laugh and walk and eat three ice creams. How often this occurrence? Every handful of years, perhaps? Three. Mundane commutes, punctuated by jewel-toned skies. A rare spectacular sunset in the gloom of rainy winter. Hummingbirds deign to visit my feeder, eleven floors above ground. Instead, your smile, that warmth, splashes of color in the quiets of my life, fills my heart still. My flavor of joy, this, and many. Puppy love. My body was my cage, showing me my limits. My rusty hinge joints squeaking loudly at me, making me mourn the things I can't do. Until her. Her big brown eyes, her wiggly bum, the way she bolts to just me every time I open the door. She takes me on walks, happy to stop and sniff when I need a break. I learned joy again. Learned how to focus on the fun, the way everything in her little puppy eyes shone with curiosity. I became her protector from the vacuum cleaner, and she became mine against my mind. I now see a field of flowers as a thing of beauty. Instead of seeing an unattainable space I cannot run in, she runs in it for me. She does the things I can't, but the joy I feel is all mine. Hope on the line. Hardwired for it, we know. Yellowed leaves fall. Dying eyes close. Books burn to ash. Fireworks explode. But hope, antennas another leaf, anticipates one more day. Fingers the next page, beholds the wings of a bird. The Morning of the Poem, after James Shiler. Enough to sit here. Hand-me-down tables, familiar slab of oak, old-fashioned, chairs huddled around its sturdy, burled poster bed legs, rounded backs of chairs, their carved pattern brailed into my fingers from years of Saturday dusting. Hours of hidden played under its flat roof. Enough to settle in sunlight, 
in an all-to-myself house, clutter of pens and pencils, untidy magazines, newspapers, books, fitting bits of reading into every sitting minute, on this exceptionally warm October afternoon. Enough. Enough. That there is a bird at the feeder, pecking with greedy satisfaction at the on-sale suet I put out yesterday. A treat, this finding nourishment in the open book of a fine poet I'm happy to get to know. Let's revisit those small moments. It's important to notice the things that provide us comfort, satisfaction, and ground us. As you leave today, consider the things that keep you going. Do these things help build resilience in you? Do they make you feel connected to a larger purpose? Whatever they are, we hope you acknowledge them for the big role they play in maintaining your happiness, no matter how little they might seem. Join me next week for the final episode this season, Finding Eudaimonic Happiness, where we'll build more on how happiness is actionable. Thank you to our poets, Zaisa Lowe, Carmen Pearson, Iris Lau, Belle D., Catherine Kohler, and Madeline Natras. This podcast is produced by the University of Alberta Days of Action Committee in proud partnership with the Digital Scholarship Center and Sound Studies Institute. Our sound engineer is Tom Merklinger, and the music is written and performed by Lucinda Johnston and David Saltz. For more information on this project, visit uab.ca slash happy. This podcast comes to you from Amiskwichi, Wiskaigen, also known as Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, located in Treaty 6 Territory and Métis Nation 4, home to many diverse and vibrant Indigenous communities that call this place home, including the Blackfoot, Soto, Nakota Sioux, Dene, Ojibwe, Cree, and Métis, among others. Just let it go